0: to today's blockbusters like Captain Marvel and Avengers Endgame. The content on Disney Plus is truly unparalleled. And if all that isn't enough, Disney Plus even has originals like The Mandalorian, the first live-action Star Wars series. So don't miss out. Go and sign up today and start streaming and tell them Hey, sent you. All right. Um, What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of The Waking Soul and... Let me just, um, for any first-time listeners, this is going to be a little bit different than our normal episodes this week. And I think uh, you guys can probably figure out why. Well, I hope you would would know why. And um, just, you know, with with losing Kobe, um, him and his daughter passing away, and also the other passengers, I know a a lot of this is going to be mentioned about uh, Kobe, of course, because of what he meant to people and his daughter, um, because of us getting to see really both of them grow. Of course, his daughter up until that point, but Kobe, we really got to see his whole life. Um, so I'm going to do this episode is going to be different. So I had a whole episode planned um, with Tia, um, and that one's still going to drop later on in the week. But I just really a I didn't feel like it would be appropriate uh, to drop that episode after this, and B just. <laughs> Um because of what like Kobe represented to me and what I know he meant to me, I didn't like I wanted to take the time to dedicate something to him and you know, it's not gonna be an extremely long episode. Um I of course didn't know him personally and I know that there's gonna be so many podcasts from like ESPN and specials and shows that come up where you're really gonna get it, but um, I wanted to take some time out to. Uh, de- use my platform uh, just to talk about what Kobe Bryant you know what me- what he meant to me Um, so we're gonna we're gonna take a step back from our usual programming like I said the r- regular full episode of The Awakened Soul is gonna drop uh, in a couple of days after this isn't made available I want to thank you guys for bearing with me this during this time so um, during this change and everything so what we're gonna do uh, before we get into anything else uh, we're gonna go ahead and do a 24 second moment of silence for kobe that's what we're going to do 24 seconds and then um after that uh we're going to get into our intro music and then we're going to come back and i'm just going to talk about some of my favorite memories and everything from uh from kobe and we're just going to see where it takes us right so let's go ahead and get into uh the 24 second moment of silence for kobe 20 years, I was very fortunate to play. Uh, I thought about the game. You know, when I face adversity and I look at it as a challenge or an opportunity, where did that come from? What was the genesis for me?
1: Well, I said it a year and a half ago, no way in the world would I ever put anybody in the conversation with Michael Jordan, but Kobe Bryant is there. He's as good as Michael Jordan on any given day. Bring that talk-
0: Lakers were my favorite team growing up, by far, so I was very fortunate. Day by day, one day at a time. doesn't matter if I'm sick, doesn't matter if I have a sprained ankle.
1: Is he as good as Michael Jordan? It's been blasphemy to say it, really about anybody, but it's an actual discussion you can have now. Player in the NBA this year, Kobe Bryant.
0: We still got many more years to go. We're going to play until June. I love you. Now let's get this party started. now more than ever because when you've tasted it before you want to have it again you're more desperate to get it done he's the best player in the game it's just that simple there's nothing that kobe bryant can't do this guy is highly motivated and that's on top of the motivation he already has because i was playing a game i love you know what i mean the, the, the happiness comes from that first and foremost but when you're doing something that you love to do the happiness is already there and you know, i've been a laker fan forever had nothing to do with the name on the jersey in the back but it's the name on the front that really mattered to me. All right. And that was for um the late great Kobe Bean Bryant. And um what I wanna say about Kobe and why I think like for, for those who don't understand why, like, there are so many people who are going to have feelings and thoughts and everything um, for Kobe is because we got, we like I said earlier in the opening, we got to see Kobe grow up. Kobe was the first great basketball player that I got to see his whole career. As, as most of you guys know, if you've been listening to this a while, the people who close to me know, I am a huge Chicago Bulls fan. Uh, and I can't, and I was born in 86. So I got to see, I got to be technically alive for all of Jordan's, uh, most of Jordan's career, but I only really got to be alert and aware of the, of the second three peat. Um, that's really when, what I took notice of. And even then I wasn't as big of a basketball fan as I am now, my basketball fandom really started like it kicked into high gear. When the Sixers and the Lakers had their fight, like that season, probably season two before then is when I was like really, really engaged in the basketball. But that series to me was such a, A, it was an awesome series to watch. It was two young stars when you think of Iverson and Kobe Bryant um, going at it. And that's when I started hating Kobe Bryant. And I tweeted it out before. It's like Kobe was the first great player that I hated. And not because of him personally, not because of anything like that. I just hated it because he wasn't on my team. I hated it because he mimicked Jordan. I don't mean that in like an unflattering way, but when you look at the way he a his competitiveness, b like just his 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 motions, like the the way he moved on the court was so much like Jordan. Some of his mannerisms and the way he would chew his gum, and I hated Kobe for so long it really wasn't until my um adult years when uh he got with Paul Gasol and that team that I really started appreciating Kobe and going back and just like appreciating him as the player he was I hated him for so long I hated seeing the Lakers win but you you appreciated his competitiveness and we all know everyone who listens to this podcast knows I'm an extremely competitive person um I have a chip on my shoulder and I think Kobe spoke to that generation of men who felt that way. You couldn't want to be a competitor and not try to model yourself in somewhat after the Black Mamba. Right. And. It's. It's just difficult because so many great when you look at great basketball players, so many of the greats are still around and we're talking about from this from the 60s and 70s, they're still around. Like, we haven't really lost many great basketball players. And I mean the upper echelon. We haven't lost many of them. Like, we, yeah, we may not see him much. They they may not make appearances. And, of course, they don't play anymore. But we haven't really lost any, any of them. So to lose Kobe at 41, someone who still had so much left to the game, to give to the game in one way or another, just, you know, giving people advice and – hearing him talk about basketball like even during my time period where i really i i like i said i couldn't stand kobe Bryant as a player um you recognize his competitiveness you loved hearing him talk about the game of basketball and he was like a student he was not like he was a student of the game and me and kobe are only eight years apart in age only eight years that may seem like a lot but it's really not and in someone who already at like thinks about mortality, especially nowadays, to think about just the craziness that could happen. Um, and, I, and I'm sorry, I know I'm going to be bouncing all over the place today, so bear with me. Um, but yeah, so I've really coping AI in that series, and I don't remember the exact year when it was the Sixers and the and the Lakers in the playoffs was. Really, my emergence as a huge basketball fan. It it started with that series. And then to watch them three-peat and him and Shaq fall out. And then when Shaq went to the Heat, he played with Dwayne, and I was a huge Dwayne fan and just wanted to see them beat the Lakers. And I still was like, yeah, yeah, win a title without Kobe. But, again, all that is just someone who really loved their team and just hated seeing someone beat them so often. And we know all about the 81 point game. We know about his scoring. We know about the times where he would, well, he was the best defender on the team sometimes. And he would, like, take as much enjoyment as shutting somebody down defensively as scoring a bunch of points. And this one hurt because I got to see Kobe's whole career. I got to see that. um, I got to see him mature as a man. And. As he matured as a man, I matured as a man and not saying that because of him or anything like that, but just to see. Kind of those things parallel, it it makes it feel different. It makes it hit a little bit harder. The fact that. This guy's gone and then as a father, the fact that his daughter left with him and they were inseparable like you. It's so much that you see with him. And Gigi and it's just like together and you know that that viral gif went around with him or video clip went around with him and her talking about the game at the, at, at, on the sidelines watching basketball and as a father you the you hear my daughter's voice on every show every intro of, of the show and for him to lose his daughter or his daughter be lost with him it just, it makes it hit even, even harder. Like I came home and I'm just looking at my daughters and I'm just like, ah, I don't know, man. Um, and I know I didn't like say how they were lost. We all know at this point it was during a helicopter crash and you just, you never know when you can go. You can take all the precautions in the world and when it's your time, it's just your time. Um, and, a clip I didn't see this cuz I really don't watch much like live tv but him on Jimmy Kimmel and he talked about how people like ask if he needs or says he needs to have a son so someone could pass on the legacy. And and she was like, oh, no, I got this. And she had that competitive spirit that he had. And, you know, I heard something on ESPN today where they said, well, you would look at her and know that she's the future of the WNBA and what that impact could have had. And, yeah, we could have would have could have should have. We'll, we'll never really know what could have came of her life, what she could have did to the WNBA game or what Kobe would have did later on in life if he would have moved into being an executive or whatever. But the loss of life. And the loss of idols, because as much as I say it and I've said this during this recording that I hated Kobe Bryant as a player during a time, a time um, I respected what Kobe did on the court, like there, there was it was so hard to watch this man play basketball and not be wild every single game damn near and yeah, towards the end of his career he tailed off especially after he had the injury um and he came back and had that final the final couple, couple the final couple seasons before his last season kind of rough for the young people around him but and then his last game you know it's it sucks um it sucks and I could only imagine what his family feels what his life His wife, I'm sorry, what his wife feels like. She lost a husband and a child and then has to go on and still be a mother and be strong for the three children that they have remaining. Their lives will never be the same. Never be the same. And it just, man, it hurts. That's all I can really say. Um... Yeah, and to see, like, Michael Jordan come out, um, if you guys haven't seen, like, LeBron's reaction after he got off the plane, what Kobe meant to the game is you can't take that away from it. Like, yeah, LeBron is the greatest of his of his time, but the, the first one to really pick up that mantle from Jordan was Kobe Bryant. And, you know, and, you know, I— uh, and I hate to see like the people who took this time out on social media to say derogatory shit towards Kobe, like, um, the tweet where it was someone, he's saying, you know, Kobe was a rapist and I hate the Lakers and all this. And if you can't humanize yourself to realize just the, the human aspect of this loss, then fuck you period. Um, but, yeah, I mean, this – I didn't know what was going to come out sitting down and doing this recording. I knew it wasn't going to be long. Um, but this is I, – I i needed to talk this one out and – or to just sit here and just think about it and share my thoughts. Um, I would go over, like, my favorite moments uh, from Kobe, but it's really – it's too many of them, both <laughs> against my teams and in times where I did want to see him win. Um, yeah. It's, it's there's he, hell. He had games where he just completely killed the Bulls and demoralized me. I remember there was a brief period in time where he was he. It looked like he was going to actually go to the Chicago Bulls, which was exciting. And then uh, he ended up not leaving the Lakers. And you know, for someone to play twenty seasons or twenty years and never leave a team is rare nowadays. I mean, look how many times LeBron moved around and Shaq moved around and just um, ADs moved like uh, every great KD. Every every great. Lately, like moves around and for Kobe to do it all in L.A. and all in the Lakers and what he meant to that city. I texted Baylor, uh, one of my co-hosts on the Breaks Radio, um, who lives in California and, you know, just to check up on him. And he said this is like losing nip all over again and losing his idols. And I could just only imagine because, you know, I like I said, I spent so much of my time rooting against Kobe um, that I really didn't my emotional attachment to him came as a father and as an adult um but to, for those people who grew up their whole almost their whole lives and saw Kobe play it's just like wow man I could I can I could only imagine um but that's it that's all I got I wanted to we had the 24 seconds of silence uh I was in my mind I was hoping to be able to get this to 24 minutes to kind of just you know the number 24 but um, we're gonna end it so that it feel where it feels right. And overall, I just want to send my prayers and thoughts to Kobe and his family and to the other uh, young lady, uh, Gigi's teammate who uh, was on that helicopter with it. and one of her parents. That family lost a, a daughter and a, and a parent as well and has to deal with the same thing that Vanessa is going to have to deal with. And, you know, there were seven other passengers um, on that plane other than Kobe and his daughter. And every member of that family will uh, will of of the families of those people will never be the same again. And. Something that Kobe's probably done countless times is ride a helicopter to go to where he needed to go. Um, Yeah, you just never know. You never know. And, you know, you, you hear a lot. Uh, you will hear a lot of like. Of course, the, it's true, but it's it's typical. You the, huck, br- pull your people in close, make amends, all all the silly shit. Like it is true, and we'll sit here and and in a week we'll go back to arguing on Twitter. We'll go back to arguing in social media, and I don't know. Um, the the it's very rare few people who leave an impact that Kobe's going to leave. Whether it's just in L.A., whether it's just with the Lakers, whether it's worldwide, there's there's only so many people who are going to be able to leave that impact. And, you know, he'll never be forgotten, never be forgotten. So we're going to end this episode with a uh, tribute to Kobe Bryant. And uh, like I said, I'll get you I'll get you guys the full episode. I want to thank you for bearing with me as I work through my thoughts in here. I know this was this is way more informal than I usually get, but uh, it was needed for this one. So um, for everyone who's mourning Kobe Bryant, um, you know, what were your favorite moments of them? Share them. Let's talk about it. Let's get through this together the best way that we can. Um, and I and I love you guys. I say that I end every episode with that. But this this week is a special because I'm I mean it. Um, When I in this in the podcast saying that I love each and every one of you guys, that's real. I love my supporters Um, for whatever that's worth from my humble, abode in Columbus, Ohio. I love you people. I really do. And I love the support that you give me. Um, Yeah. And for everyone who's hurting through this, I send my love and condolences as well. So we're going to go ahead and head out. I see you guys again in a couple of days. I love each and every one of you. Peace.
1: Everything will stay the same Now my heart feel like December When somebody say your name Cause I can't reach out to call you But I know I will one day yeah. Everybody hurts sometimes Everybody hurts someday yeah. Yeah. But everything gon' be alright Go and a glass and say yeah. Here's to the ones that we got